Hey, do you guys have a Zach? Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Do You Have a Zach? My name is Emma. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eva. You guys, we had a really amazing guest on last week, and so we decided to run that energy back. We have another amazing, amazing guest on this week's show. She is the moment basically. <laughs> she is part of the Afternoon Mix here on 101.9 The Mix. She's the host of the Mix New Music Club. She is a podcaster, an editor. She music director. is the music director here for The Mix as well. She's an all-around great person to be around. Um, Sweet girl. It's Jenny Valier, <laughs> and you're going to hear all about the things we have to talk about on this episode of Do You Have a Sex? So, if all that sounds good, yummy, great, amazing, delicious, freaking cur- cur- curvy yummy. as hell. <laughs> Curvy as hell. Uh, then please take a seat on the couch with us and enjoy this week's episode of Do You Have a Sec? Hosted by us. Bye. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Oh, my God. Hi. Good morning. morning. Wake up, you guys. It's like one. It's a new episode of Do You Have a Sec? My name is Emma. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eva. Holy Moses. Welcome. Welcome. Holy Moses. What's going on? I don't know why you guys are freaking out. This is what I do every single time. I'm nervous because we have a guest. (laughs) We have a really, really special guest. Well, we had a really, really, really amazing guest last week. Yes, Um, we did. Miss Kayla, who had just like a wonderful conversation with us. So we thought we'd have another fabulous guest this week. Unfortunately, we couldn't get one. So (laughs) we are here. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We have an awesome, awesome guest today. Um, She is one half of the new afternoon mix um she's also a podcaster she's also a host of the mixing music club music director music director here she is the music why don't we let her say we love her we know her she's sitting right here you know her you love her her name is jenny v that was awesome i'm like needing you all to write my resume for me i would love to like certified badass jenny v girl boss who wants to take on the world <laughs> oh my gosh, but Jenny V, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to sit and chat with us. Thank know, you for inviting me. Yeah, uh, thanks for saying yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have to do your show in literally forty minutes, so uh, we're gonna just ch- suck up all your free time and then send you to work. If that's Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Jenny, we wanted to have you in to talk today because we love talking to super cool people about careers, things that they've done, things that they've experienced, overcome, enjoyed, had even some, some fun even with. Some mental health, if you want to sprinkle it on. Or like, um, we never talk about skincare on here, so like, yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, but you moved from Iowa to come here in twenty eighteen. 2021 yeah i've only came here in 2020 i feel like you've been here for like five years i know thank you i don't know if that's good or bad but (laughs) no i'm coming up on two years in may oh my gosh but you're from hawaii right no. Oh, shoot. She's from I lived there for a year because my mom <laughs> lives there. My bad. Eva. <laughs> I, know, I think I knew that, too. Sorry. So okay, redo. You're redo. You're from North Dakota, right? <laughs> I'm from Iowa, corn-fed and bred, corn- like four oh hours God. away. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Corn-fed like and bred. But, I mean, Chicago was always a destination because it was the city yeah. where all the shows went because mm-hmm. no one came to Iowa unless what? it was, like, a country artist. Yeah, so we would mm-hmm. come here for shows, mm-hmm. Cubs games, concerts, you name it. Yeah, because you guys don't even have a baseball team you <laughs> no. don't have a there's not even a baseball team no like minor league but oh, no yeah. pro oh team wait so what whatsoever. was the baseball team you would see or, or were they like the corn husks they were, <laughs> they were the 
kernels. <laughs> I was close. Yeah, so they're the affiliates cute. of the Minnesota Twins. But. Oh, cute. Aw, well, wrong state, but okay. I know. I, well, I know, but that's why we were all college team fans. Right. Because oh, that makes sense. We didn't have pro teams, so you were their uh, University of Iowa Hawkeye fan, which right. a lot of them came from Chicago yeah. And, yeah. or know, an Iowa State fan. It's huge there, too, college football. So, mm-hmm. my goodness. So, what was your kind of like your transition like? I mean, I want to get into the good stuff later, but like moving here, are you fully adjusted? How do you feel? Is it weird not waiting through corn on your way to work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, for me, I've adjusted because, like Eva knows, I did live in Hawaii for one year. <laughs> so, I've lived in a city before. Uh, but What this, city was it? Honolulu. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is definitely times 10. Yeah. Totally. I didn't really. I wasn't used to taking public transportation, Mm. so learning all of that. And it's kind of living in a bubble here. Mm. Like, you don't use your car anymore. We do Mm. still have a car. So you're, like, kind of trapped and confined in the city, which sounds bad, but it's so much fun. My husband, on the other hand, is from a town, like the ones you would see on Field of Dreams, like a farm town. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so for him, it was a culture shock. Farm town in Iowa? Yes. He's from Iowa. And he's never lived in a city before. Never lived in a city. Yeah. Did you, was it hard to convince him to move? No, because he is a big Cubs fan, so that was helpful. Um, I was actually really nervous when I did accept this job. We had just bought a house like nine months before. That's right. In Iowa? Yes, just finished furnishing it, and I was like, hey, babe, um, I know we just furnished this house. You furnished your house? (laughs) Nine months ago, we bought it, but I just got my dream job offer. Tell tell us about that. Like, So you guys bought a house, as my dad would say, you made the commitment, you bought the house, you furnished it, and then nine months later, like, what was the thought process? Was that a hard, I mean, I'm indecisive, so that seems like a really scary decision for me to (laughs) make. Like, how was it for you guys? For me, it was really easy because I did feel myself settling because I'd never gotten Mm -hmm. out of Cedar Rapids, which is the city Mm -hmm. um, that I'm from. Mm -hmm. And I just had like a turning point where I felt like this is it. You know, we were engaged at that time. We bought a house. I'm like, (laughs) there goes my dreams. Yeah. (laughs) And so the timing of this job being presented to me couldn't have come at a better one. Wow. But Well, maybe before you bought the house would have been better. The the conversation with our realtor was the best. I was like, hey, we need your help again. This time it's to sell the house you just helped us buy. And she was in shock, but it was a good time. Long time no see. Um, (laughs) Love the house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I you actually love it so much we want to give it to somebody else. I, I, I do miss the space, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it was so easy to convince me to come. This is like my dream city. Totally. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's close to home, but far yeah. enough away. Yeah. Totally. But, totally. Well, and so does your mom still live in Hawaii? Yes, okay, she cool. does. Wow. Can I ask, so was being on the radio your dream? Or what was your dream? I actually went to school mm. to be on TV, but what? I was too okay, ugly. So pretty- so oh, my God. God. Oh, my Shut God. Shut up. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> That's always the joke, though. Like, I, my advisor, when I studied communication studies, he was like, have you ever considered radio? And I was oh like, are you What did you I'm, just say? I know. I was like, no, I haven't. I know my makeup's not on, but Jesus oh Christ. How dare you? <laughs> so I tried an internship with a radio station and fell in love 
love with it because of all your personality um, that you can include the community events Mm -hmm. and they just you know once you get into radio it just sucks you in yeah Yeah, it really does none of us have been able to get away from it you all started out the same place I did uh, well we called it street team but promotions assistant oh you started in promotions I did I did my internship wow she's been through the ringer I have you really did start from the bottom so I have a question about that so when we did when we were promotions assistants here Mm -hmm. a lot of us did like other jobs in addition to this one did you also do that or like how did you get through being a street team well because you know like financially it's hard it's it's only a part-time job and like you're kind of like an adult at that point so it's like you really gotta be patient for something else like a full right you have to have like multiple things Mm -hmm. open just waiting for like one thing to grab and then you're like okay i guess that's my identity now yeah no in college i worked three part-time jobs so (gasps) my radio job was one of them but then they back in my day they had (laughs) overnight shifts and so when the Uh full-time overnight dj um there would be holidays and i would say yes to every opportunity Mm. to cover for her and so I would work like Christmas overnights oh you know Thanksgiving God. overnights like yeah. midnight to 5 30 in the morning on weekends and right. so that's I would, when Santa's coming how does he how you get your presents <laughs> if you're away, I mean Santa's when, once I got come. off work at 5 30 everyone would wake up yeah wow but, um, you're like when are we it's like six you're like when are we opening presents everyone get downstairs <laughs> yeah so that was I'm like awake. my side job I started yeah. picking up shifts and then she actually was leaving right at the time of my college graduation wow. like the Perfect. lining it was perfect. Yeah. Um, but for me, all my friends after graduation took these cool trips. You know, they before they went and got a real job, they like were, I'm going to travel all summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was um, accepted to be the full-time overnight DJ, midnight to 5.30 in the morning. And wow. my first shift was on college graduation night. Oh, my oh. God. So I was, everyone was like having uh, an end of the year, Just like, like graduation party and I was like well I'm going into work yeah if you guys want music for your party you can listen to (laughs) (laughs) that's insane dude wow Wow. the grind never stops for PA it's a grind yeah (laughs) it's a good learning opportunity though of like learning how to balance multiple things oh my god like learning how to do the grunt work I hate calling it grunt work but it is is. the gruntiest of the work to be done Mm -hmm. you know um but you weren't always in radio I mean I know a fun fact about you is that you were (laughs) 2018. I'm like, please educate us. Iowa. Um, So congratulations, guys. We're sitting. That's crazy. Thank you. Royalty. I know. um, I'm I'm so curious about the pageant world and how you get into the pageant world. Mm. Like, did you do that as a kid growing up? Like, no. No. So I was in high school, a junior, no, sophomore in high school, and I got this letter in the mail, and I was like, spam, and I threw it in the trash. (gasps) (laughs) Garbage. Well, next year, I got the same letter, and I was like, you know what? Let me look at this, and I saw things like build confidence and success Mm -hmm. and all of these words that I was like, you know, I don't know what my dreams are or Mm -hmm. my goals at that time, and so... It, it sounded like it was my key to becoming successful, you know, yeah. like a famous person. Yeah. So I signed up and I did horribly, didn't even place. <gasps> oh, no. But the girls there, like I know that they portray pageant pageants in general to be like this catty thing. Yeah. They were so nice, Aww. uplifting. Like oh you were surrounded by a group of empowering women, truly. Yeah. Mm. And it was just contagious. And so I kept signing up and that's how I got started into it. Um, and cool. there are all these like smaller ones, like tinier yep. pageants. And at one of them, a former Miss Iowa Teen USA approached me and was like, you need to try Miss Iowa USA. Whoa. And and that wow. that's the one that I would watch on TV growing up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, 
<laughs> have you seen those ladies? <laughs> I fucking yeah. knew that. Yeah, I was like, no, I could yeah. never. And I just thought I was like shrimpy little me. And so she's like, shrimpy. She, I said, I was like, there's no way in hell I could ever win Miss Iowa. So she's like, I'm going to lend you my wardrobe. I'm going to help coach you. Wow. Yeah. So she did. And that first year, um, I was second runner up. So. Wow. Your ah! first year, and from there it was a roller coaster. And from there it was only it was eight more years. Oh, oh my god! Before was, you became Miss Iowa, yeah, wow. it was not up. It was like down. It was yeah. peaks and valleys. Peaks and yep. valleys. Yeah. Wow, that's so okay. But still, take that to your teacher who said, you know, persuaded you away yeah, from TV. Yeah, you have a, you have a great face yeah. for radio. Oh, really? Come on. That was not the reason he did that. He was just like, you know, you should try it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, maybe he thought I had a really awesome personality. <laughs> Definitely. I can agree with him that you do. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's so interesting though. So like, I mean, I love that you touched on kind of like how people portray pageants as like catty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think that like, where do you think that comes from? Do you think that's just like Little Miss Sunshine? Mm. Yeah. The movies. Okay. Miss Congeniality. Yeah. Literally in media. Yeah. 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 And some of them like the Honey Boo Boo stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of them, they they catch these moments while they're filming and they'll blow it Mm -hmm. out of proportion so you do see those with like crazy families yeah but not every family is like that and there will be a lot of competitiveness like mm-hmm. once you get uh, I would say to the Miss Universe level but everyone's respectful of each other yeah. we all support each other's goals like we're all like-minded women with a common goal that's so. right cool. so being Miss uh U.S. Miss Iowa. You went to Miss Universe. I went to Miss USA. If I would have won Miss USA, it would have been Miss Universe. Like regionals, nationals, like the world championship. Wow, I know it was like Miss Universe was like the Super Bowl for us. Wow, what's yeah? What's like the difference? I mean, that you experience between like the Miss Iowa versus Miss USA. Like I know it's just bigger on a greater scale. That is a great question. Miss Iowa, I keep saying, was the last pageant I've ever competed at because Miss USA was a TV show. Oh, oh. Yeah. because then so you, you were have on TV. Well, then Suck you have <laughs> like producers who are there trying to catch like drama, yeah. and and your package really matters because if you've ever seen The Voice, right. um, they'll show the contestant, then they'll go into the backstory. Yeah, okay. and it's that That's like package. Sob okay, story. I was like package. Yeah, the pre right, right, right. video. The we're video. talking video You're, package you know. people. Yeah, video. okay, video people know. Listeners, <laughs> we're just yeah. talking packages. The I don't package. Know. Yeah. So I felt like the girls they chose as semifinalists slash finalists, you know the bigger the emotional appeal or the more relatable at that time um at that time the me too movement was huge oh that's yes. really interesting okay yes. we're gonna come back to that uh and so the top five like two of their platforms were me too movement sure. so. wow yeah okay do you remember what was in your package My, i mean mine was childhood adversity it wasn't like <laughs> i know that it sounds like we all create sob stories but mine truly was yeah. um you know battling the effects of parental substance abuse mm-hmm. and yeah. children facing adversity was something i worked with all year so yeah. like big brothers big sisters i would speak at area substance abuse centers and so that's how i spent my year it, it like pisses me off when people think that it's a sob story because it's like i know everybody experiences that shit yeah. and it's right. like obviously okay yeah they do want to, you to kind of talk yeah. about that stuff but it's mm-hmm. like if you're working towards you know, giving exposure to real issues that people experience. Why wouldn't you use this as the platform right, for like, that? That's my story. Totally, it right. really is. <laughs> oh, what? So was it weird kind of like being on, like, did you feel weird being on TV? Like, is it, 
I guess I, I think like where people kind of attribute their own stigma to it because we talked a lot about stigma last week with mm-hmm. Kayla was like mm-hmm. you're doing swimsuit competitions and yeah. you're doing all of these things where it's like you are using your face and your body to like participate in this mm-hmm. organization uh, was that like weird for you or did it feel natural <laughs> like what was what did that feel like honestly I know the swimsuit competition is frowned upon by a lot of women thinking that we're just exploiting ourselves but oh. it is it was my favorite mm, area of competition really? by Why? far I went to Miss Colorado USA and watched that pageant and there was a girl who competed and she had said um, in her bio because they read a little bio as mm. you're going across the stage and she said I have felt overweight my entire life and mm. she I mean she was a bigger woman and she said and this is the most empowering moment of my wow. life right now having enough confidence to be in a swimsuit and, and feeling like I'm good enough and so wow. that really changed my perception of the swimsuit competition because for me it was yeah. like I want to look fit and ripped and I'm going to work for this body and I, I feel so confident but to know that the girls who compete do the swimsuit competition because they're like I love my body and I'm yeah, not afraid to show cool. it all I just want to feel good awesome. about myself yes yeah. yeah and to put yourself out there in that way too is like so vulnerable oh my god like mm-hmm. walking on stage yeah. I mean I recently throughout the podcast we've talked about my evolution with my bathing suit oh and how bathing I'm, suit. Yeah. <laughs> last year was my first time buying a two-piece since I was like I don't know 13 or 12 or something I just like didn't like it I was just like I don't want to be in two-piece mm-hmm. but then I saw all my friends and I was like I don't know I, don't, I like walking around in my bra when I'm at home yeah. like what's the difference mm-hmm. so yeah I've, I've really gone through that too so to take it even a step farther and to be on stage and in front of people on cameras I can imagine like that is just the next step of evolution of like yeah this is my body yeah. right you know and like the music comes on and you're like bam yeah I feel like when people t- like judge things like this like you're you're voluntarily participating in it but mm-hmm. I feel like they take the vulnerability out of it like mm. to put yourself out there is such a brave thing to do and then people just judge you for it right because that's you're literally in a competition to be judged by people who are judges right and I think like if you take all the vulnerability out of that, you're taking kind of like the humanity away from it. Like this is your choice. Right. You want to do this. Yeah. We're like, no one forced us to do this. Right. (laughs) And like, you can choose whatever one piece, two piece, you can choose a skirt. Mm -hmm. They don't, uh, we've had women, um, compete in, uh, where they wear the hijab. Yes, but it's what's this? It's a burkini. Oh, um, yeah, burkini. Yes. Burkini. yes, 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 yes. The burkini. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Cool. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool, man. I mean, yeah. I, I honestly never thought about it as being like an empowering thing for the person who's participating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like when people talk about pageants, they talk a lot about how other people view it instead of like mm. how the people who are actually participating feel. Right. That's really cool. <laughs> There's a huge sense of community in yeah. it. Yeah. So there, that's never, I mean, it's talked about, but not as much as, again, like people who watch it and their mm. opinions on mm-hmm. it. Right. And there's not many organizations out there anymore where you really can have a group of women from all across the country to support each other and empower one another. Like I tried to think of like organizations that do that. And I think the Miss Universe organization has come a far away. It's owned by a transgender woman now. Oh, cool. uh, I didn't know that. Yep. That's cool. Um, and just history is being made every year. Like totally. Yeah. The women that come from the organization. I have a, I have a question. Speaking, speaking on that a little <laughs> bit. Um, what what areas of improvement do you think still have to be made in the pageant industry, mm-hmm. if if there are any? Like, do you do you have anything where you're like, that's weird that they still do that? Um, you mean like what areas would you like to see disappear or they yeah, have to work like, on? Is, is there anything? Yeah. Like, do they need to work on anything still? Like what are their faults or like, what, what can they be do? More progressive? What can they do better? Yeah. Um, if anything, you might not have an answer. It's perfect. No, I was, <laughs> it's, it's not perfect, but yeah. I was trying to think like, um, I know that 
At one point, it was including married women, and that just mm. became a new thing. So now you can compete married or uh, Wait, previously they, divorced. They wouldn't let married women, and I think it was because of the commitment. Like you know, and I am married, and yeah. so like <laughs> imagining moving to New York and leaving mm -hmm. Aaron behind, um, because you do have to spend a whole year living in New York. Oh, um, for Miss, is this Miss if Universe? If Miss USA, Miss Universe lives in New York. Okay. Um, oh. Miss USA lives in California, but it's like always. For a year. Uh, for the year. Oh, I didn't know that. And, and same with mothers. So now you can compete as a mother or... Um, oh, I did hear about this. Yeah. Yes. And so that cool. I think just realizing that, you know, they want someone to give it their full effort and mm -hmm. trying to juggle both was hard, but they've um, now allowed mothers again, and married women. It's yeah. your choice. It's their yeah. choice. Right. If you can yep. do it, why not? It's so interesting because my internal judgment almost just hopped out so hard. Because like <laughs> when you said that, I assumed it was because they were like, we only want single women. Like we only oh, want no, these women yeah. to be like and we yeah. only want right. to see them on as the market yes. yes. uh -huh. yeah. uh -huh. but they're like no moms are just busy it is a huge time commitment I mean the current Miss Universe just spent a three week doing a three week tour in Asia and wow. I can't imagine I mean it can be done if you are a mother um, but I just can't imagine how hard that would mm -hmm. be yeah, like yeah doing totally. constant appearances mm -hmm. what's like um what's you know on a deeper level like the community of pageants you keep talking about how it's like a bunch of women and it's so cool and like <laughs> how much time do you guys actually spend together when you do these things like if something goes wrong or like if you have a problem or someone has a problem with a man and like you can all rally behind each other like how often are you actually in the same room well for miss usa it was almost 10 days of being <gasps> with other Whoa. women and if you think about it there's 52 women with strong personalities all different personalities so yeah. you're not going to be best friends with every single girl there and I think as long mm -hmm. as you accept that and you're respectful of one another then that's great um for my state competition it was just one weekend but even coming back every weekend like I've made some lifelong friends and I've been in two of those women's weddings oh my gosh uh, which states <laughs> uh, one was through Miss Iowa okay. um, and then the other is Virginia wow. Virginia yeah, she's one of my closest friends oh, oh my yeah. god Miss Virginia is that a year that you won or a different year uh, yeah she was my roommate on Miss USA oh my god so, cool um, but yeah I've been to several of their weddings uh, especially through the Miss Iowa pageants That's are they just awesome. the most beautiful weddings you've ever been to uh, um, a lot of them, but I mean, I think every wedding, I, I hate being like, their weddings are more beautiful than Yeah, that, that's true. That's you can true. Say right. It, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining like going to a literal beauty pageant, like queen's like, <laughs> yeah. wedding. That was probably like, my own right, wedding. Right, right. But yours <laughs> was also beautiful. beautiful. Yours, yeah. Your wedding was gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, you know how you have tears and people are like, oh, the food, the DJ. Yeah, yeah, and mine yeah. was like hair and makeup, <laughs> DJ. <laughs> food was like last time. Yeah, I was. Yeah, like, do you think you would ever participate again? Like, do you think you would? Do. Ooh. Why is that door closed? So married. I know it was so fast. I've honestly, and it, I went through a lot uh, once I finished competing pageants because that was ten years of my life. Like yeah. it was a decade of yeah. my life, and I closed the book Good like on that chapter. <laughs> um, and it seriously, I I gains like the best experience of my life doing pageants but it's so much work and yeah. I've got new goals yeah um specifically in radio so I think like it's a lot of time commitment and I'm yeah. 
very okay with being retired. <laughs> retired? Yeah. Wow. I am. I'm Because yeah. there are Mrs. Pageants that you can do, and someone approached me about one. I'm like, no. I, I, so now I help. <laughs> you should say yes and send me instead. <laughs> yes. Where can I get a hair? It's Jenny. Hi. Um, but yeah, and now I come back as a chaperone or to volunteer. They've cool. asked me to judge pageants, cool. so Whoa. I'll be judging some pageants Have you this ever summer. judged before? Yeah, but not uh, the Miss USA state okay. pageants. And this year they asked me to judge, <gasps> but I can't say which ones. Ooh, yeah. okay. I was going to say for Iowa or Illinois. Or I, I can't do Iowa okay, okay, because okay. if you know too many of the girls or oh, you yeah, know that of them, that yeah, sense. they don't okay. want to be biased. rigged. Is yeah. it <laughs> it's for Miss <laughs> Mix 2023. Oh, <laughs> Miss I saw your face. I think I win. <laughs> it's not Hawaii. <laughs> uh, okay, she looked up California. when she said no. So. <laughs> no, it's Miss Mix. She just said. Yeah, Miss Mix. Are there, are there like unofficial kind of like rankings of which pageants are the best like do people go oh, the new york and california like texas definitely. Girl. Oh, texas. Texas. That makes sense. Yeah. or any state in the south honestly yeah yeah, yeah like, like debutante yeah, yeah. yeah. Louisiana, Louisiana, their North high school Carolina. proms are even kind yeah. of insane right. in the south so. ball gowns yeah wow. mm-hmm. imagine being from iowa and like <laughs> <laughs> standing next to this goddess from texas yeah. or nevada like they always do wow. the most yeah that's interesting random question that just popped into my head during the miss usa competition is there a part where you have to dress like you're from the state like you, where you're representing the now state? there is not when i competed oh, okay i was like did you wear a corn husk or what the heck would you wear and to how do you keep iowa? your creativity I, a kernel right <laughs> i know i would definitely not do corn because yeah. i feel like that's all it's overdone and that's all people think of when they think yeah. of Iowa yeah. is corn. What would you do? Yeah, what would you do? I don't know. I Football, maybe? never got to do it. Like a, maybe like an a, Iowa Hawkeye. A bird. A, Hawkeye. Oh, yes. a bird. Well, they the, love their birds there. Yeah. <laughs> a bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I come out. With a bald cap. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Get <laughs> back. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> You're just a bald eagle. That should be your next <laughs> Halloween costume. <laughs> that should be. <laughs> people are like, what are you? Um, well, you mentioned your other goals here at the station. What? What goals do you have in radio now? Like, what, what, what's next for you? What do you think you're on to? Retirement. Well, <laughs> yep. Honestly, um, starting a new afternoon show is the most fun I've ever had in radio, doing a show with someone, yeah. because I was always a solo show before coming Interesting. here. Interesting. Right. So my goal is to get McCabe and I to number one and yeah, stay there. cool. And okay, uh, so you like McCabe. Good to know. I All do. Right. Believe we it or not. Tell. It is on the record. <laughs> but I also, um, before here, my last station, I was the program director. So I managed the station and I, and I would like to continue to learn, um, the leadership part of radio Mm -hmm. and, um, helping others get to where they need to be. So. Wow. Jimmy, I'm coming for no, yeah. you. Okay, women in leadership in radio. Yes. I mean, we work in radio and we don't that. see many women in leadership totally. positions. So I'm like, thank God. So, well, and, and I think that was the biggest push for me because I did not know that I had the skills yeah. or the, I guess, I didn't know that I was going to go down that road at my last station until Mm -hmm. someone was like, you're really good at this. We're going to grow you to do that. And they kind of suckered me into it. But then I was like, wow, there aren't a lot of women. Yeah leaders really and programmers not. and so I think that was inspiring to me totally you don't even know what your goals are until you are in it and right. someone tells That's you and true. you're suckered into it and you're like oh f- I guess I'm doing this now this <laughs> is my new so goal true. Yeah. <laughs> you're like damn it <laughs> guess I have goals now <laughs> I mean this might be because we were just talking about like female leadership in radio and how it's like rare mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> your face when you said <laughs> <laughs> <that> rare, rare. <laughs> um, how do you think we could like 
elevate more women to positions of power. Eva even appearing in that leadership training Zoom video that we were just <laughs> in is a huge step. Just taking different, I guess, classes or learning more and, and stepping up to the plate and, and saying yes to more opportunities where you can become a leader or a manager. Because I think like, I don't like to say that women don't have as much confidence as men, but we really do need to work on it. Like totally. we, you know, and that's where pageants were so great because you could As instill that confidence. Yeah. 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 Well, and I mean, we're in this setting where there are more men. So obviously right. it's like, I am going to be less inclined to be like, well, I see myself doing that because it's all white men up there. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah that's, it's, that's a really interesting point. Just saying yes yeah. all the time, but I'm tired, Jenny. Well, I also <laughs> think it's like, it's not our fault that like, I think it's not women don't, women have like as a whole do have less confidence than men, but it's, I don't think that's our fault. No, like, it's a side effect. We've kind of you just know? been historically. Right. Historically, like right. not offered the of same amount of opportunities. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. We, we 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 didn't used to be able to have credit cards. You know, like yeah, right. just no things kidding. like that. Were right. I mean, I mean specifically, my mom didn't go to. Neither of my parents went to college. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't see my mom having even a full time job. I mean, she worked obviously growing up. And I'm, oh my god, I'm, if my mom's hearing this, I'm so sorry. I'll text you right now. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like even even that like growing up, I didn't see that in mm-hmm. my in my parents just because that's mm-hmm. where I came from and that's those were the times. Right. So just naturally too, even people who and speaking as a pretty privileged person I didn't even see that like in my own household right so imagine everyone in the world like yeah the representation that we see is like so little so of course it's a side effect it's not our fault and and having a good mentor as well like finding a mentor because I did have one um who really showed me the way and really pushed me and and so I have her to thank for a lot of it Mm. but my biggest advice um enter a pageant (laughs) (laughs) you know I wasn't I actually yeah it was like it was not as competitive and it it was like I kind of just given to me because like it's the Filipino in the Philippines pageant it's oh my huge. gosh! It, there's a they're like the World Cup thing. So it's like a, <laughs> really? a, it is. It's crazy. Wow. The Filipinas do yeah. well every year. That's like a they thing. sure do. Wow. Filipinas <laughs> or Colombian? Filipinas? Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it, there's a Kisonian thing in the Midwest, so it's like all the you know Lolas and Lolos are in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing and then all their grandchildren are they are bred <laughs> the they little are bred miss. to so i was little pageants. miss and i hated it but now like looking back on it i was like i would have loved to do that you know now not back then but you now were, i do you were talking about that letter that you got and i think i got the illinois version of that when i was in high school oh i'm sure i got and the I letter like, too um it was like i don't know how they find i was on yeah. math team i was on track i was like i'm good <laughs> i'm busy i was just like had cystic acne on my forehead and i was like i don't think i can be in a pageant right now <laughs> You can wear makeup. I have like eight craters on my forehead. So. Hey, I did too when I was in my, in my little pageant. Okay, but for you, it was a cultural thing. <laughs> you kind of had to. <laughs> you know, like. She will be shunned. <laughs> but like, um, I don't want to bring the mood back down again, but I was just thinking about this when we were talking about like women and confidence and things like that. And it's like, I feel like they always tell or historically would be like, we're pretty. We need to do things that are for pretty things because like we're women. And then when you stand up and you do a pageant, they're like, well, it's not serious. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is like the ultimate version of the thing you're telling me to do. Right. And then they just roast us for it. Mm-hmm. How frustrating is that? Did you have to deal with that in like your personal life of just being like, shut the hell up? You know <laughs> what? That is one of my favorite things about radio is because I was like, okay, this is showing people that clearly mm. they're not judging me for my looks and totally. they're not, they don't love my show because of my looks. Yeah. Like, so I thought that it was like the most rewarding career. Cause I'm like, if they fall in love with my personality, like that is huge. Um, that's so sweet. That's cool. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I didn't and never so, about that. And so, like, radio and pageants, for me, were two separate worlds, which was awesome. And not that I'm two different people during them, but for me, it was, like, I could I could be that beautiful. I could enjoy yeah. that feeling. 
feeling beautiful and glamorous. And then I can come into work looking like a gross, like <laughs> hermit crab, Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, like right. a ghoul. I had to put on some makeup for this <laughs> video because I come into work and it's just so refreshing. So yeah. having like a balance with that. Yeah, totally. Like compartmentalizing. Like this yeah. is where you get like your work done and then that's like your looking good. You look good here too. I mean, you know when I do events because I'll put makeup on, but you know what sucks is that I- No, but day to day, you're not getting, you're not walking down a passion here. Um, And one of the reasons for that is because I feel like people don't take women as seriously when we look like- you know, yeah. our looks got us to places. And so God, that's so annoying. It is annoying. It's, it's, and I'll it's, dress like your aunt Sally because of it. And <laughs> cause I want people to know, like I worked my ass off to get here and it wasn't for my looks. I can't tell what they, what people want from us anymore. I'm like, do you want us to wear makeup or not? If we come in, look, we look too pretty. You're like, nah, you're looking then too pretty. Then you're a bimbo. If yeah, I come yeah. in without makeup, they're like, oh my God, are you sick? Yeah, you're like, sick. no, I just <laughs> don't wear makeup that much. You know, there's like no winning and yeah. it's so annoying and I'm like yeah. getting very exhausted at this point but I think that's just a factor of a lot of different I, mm-hmm. I, I struggle with that a lot because I personally wear makeup every day mm-hmm. I, I not that I feel like I have to I feel like I, I feel confident in it and I feel better but some days I'm like ugh, like I, I'm too tired to put on makeup but then right. if I don't wear it I'm gonna look yeah you're like so oh different. I like <laughs> oh my god I was at uh I was at some festival like a couple days ago or something and my brother's roommate saw me and apparently was like is that even oh my god Listen, that's happened to me. Uh, somebody thought I was a PA uh, when I didn't have makeup on, and I was like, uh, "I've met you before, but um, whatever." Maybe it's our job to normalize, you know? What, maybe what we, it's hard though because mm-hmm. you but, do get comments that are like, "Oh, who are you?" And you're like, "I worked here for four years." Okay, I think personally for me, I've come a long way. Where like I used to go to middle school and be like, or like early high school and be like, oh my God, I can't, I can't not wear makeup. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to look so ugly. And now I literally never wear it day to day. And I'm like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, okay. You are all a little younger than me. And so like when I was in younger? school, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was like smoky eyes for yeah. our generation and right. you, and then the newest generation has really come to embrace natural beauty. And yeah. like now it's like the glowy natural skin Dewey. look. Dewey. Yeah. And I'm like, no, oh, I'm so that. jealous. Cause ours was like full contour every day I had to show up and like inch thick eyeliner totally and- <laughs> you know what's so funny is I feel like Michelle and I hit the tail end of that as we yeah. were getting into oh yeah because sure. I remember the thing when you bought a stick of eyeliner was the smudger, the smudger. on yep. the end <laughs> yes. and I'm like I don't I know what, the the f- what am I supposed to smudge <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing but I would do it anyways and eventually just look like I had a black eye like I'm just uh, like it's not you know when we were in high when I was in high school it was like eyebrows that was the uh-huh. big thing so everybody had, had big eyebrows yeah oh yeah, yeah, this was the, the pencil. We had the pencil <gasps> eyebrows. Wow, we oh, didn't have any. So That's bad. a brutal era for eyebrows. Pencils. Yeah. At least the brick, you want it to be thick. With the pencil, it's like you're trying to take away as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Overplucking. Yeah. Ooh, girl. And once you overplug, I mean, it's game over at that point. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Well, Jenny. I feel like that's us ending on where we f***ed up all of our makeup. <laughs> Go full circle. I mean, you f***ed it up in the beginning. Now you f***ed it up in Iowa. That's a pretty good journey. But what an interesting conversation on beauty pageants. I never, I've never talked to anyone who's done it like like you yeah. have. I'm I'm so I am so glad you did ask because I really yeah. do think that there are so many stereotypes yeah. about them. And honestly, it was the best experience of my life. Yeah. That's awesome. That's Yay. amazing. And Besides thank you radio. for, for yeah. like being comfortable with being vulnerable and talking about it all. That's, that's beautiful. You're welcome. Um, but I feel like that's a great place for us to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Do You Have a Sec? You can hear this episode anytime you want in your ear holes.
socials. And then also you can follow us on Instagram at do you have a sec pod, uh, where we will post video clips. You can see what Jenny actually looks like. Ooh, she put makeup on. I know. Ooh. I know. I, know, I didn't. I, know. Ooh. I mean, neither. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, and as always, if something that you heard in this really resonated with you, you just want to share something. If you were also in a pageant, we have any sneaky pageanters out Ooh. there. I would love to hear about your thoughts. Yeah, send um, us a DM. Or if you like experience. watched a lot of toddlers and tiara as well, or like you just really like Miss Congeniality, let us know what your thoughts are. And uh, we will see you guys next week for another episode of Do You Have a Sec? Bye. Bye.